I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. Yeah, Skyping. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this. Uh, welcome back. I mean, just yeah. Welcome to this very enthusiastic episode of Sauce and Goss. <laughs> and I guess if you uh, didn't hear Ryan say it, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I said it fourteen times. Welcome everybody to our welcome, welcome show. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just so serving it up. Yeah, this is the worst intro to an episode of anything that ever was or will be. And that's okay. We're going to bounce back from it because we don't care. Um, I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. <laughs> and this is Sauce and Goss. This is where you come yeah. for for this, really. And what is this? I don't know. <laughs> You're you're already having a tough time introing the episode, and so am I because I my brain is flatlined. I have I have no. I did a podcast yesterday, so I you know I'm podcast guy. This is what I do, and uh, I did that the sports show that I host with the boys, and uh, my brain just went dead after. Uh, and you know what else didn't help it too? You won't care about this, but the other day, you know how like video game companies are trying to cash in on our nostalgia now and they're remastering lots of old games. We had the Spyro games, Crash Bandicoot, all that good stuff. Well, the other day, just freshly, freshly released, freshly squeezed from the orange of creativity. It, they remastered the old SpongeBob game, Battle for Bikini Bottom. That was like the first game my brother and I ever owned together when we got a GameCube in like 03, yo. OG gamer. And uh, I bought it, of course. And I started playing it the other night. And um, I think the reason for my brain lag is that I've reverted back to being a 10-year-old. Um. <laughs> I got so much enjoyment out of just running around as SpongeBob slapping stuff and using bubble powers. I I just like I looked at the clock the other night and was like, it's three a.m. Oh I ha- I have to go to bed. Um, they have um, the SpongeBob game on uh, the Game Boy. That's the same game. Uh, I I don't SpongeBob game. I don't know if it was the same game or if it was like a similar like tie-in, but like I, we did have a Game Boy one as well. Okay. Um, I remember playing that one. It was called Game something Boy Advanced SP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we had, and it was called something different. But like, mm-hmm. remember? Uh, did you have a GameCube? No. Oh, so like, people that had one will remember this. Uh, on honestly, dude, I think the GameCube. You know, this show is going in no direction, but 
honestly, I think the GameCube is like the most underappreciated console of all time. It was such a great console. It looked good. It was just a fucking cube. It was just like, you knew exactly what it was. That's a box of fun. And it had the little handle on the back so you could carry it to your friend's place and have fucking Super Smash Brothers parties with ease. And also, people remember, this was the sickest part. You could buy, and my parents did, you could buy an attachment for the bottom of the GameCube that connected to it with a Game Boy slot, and you could play Game Boy games through the GameCube on your big screen. The amount of Pokemon I I caught on a large HD television is uncountable. It is actually 150. Um, But I know because you can't. It's like impossible in order to actually get all the Pokemon, at least on the originals. You had to like had to trade with other people and fucking I didn't want to fucking go through all the house. You had to have a cable and connect it to the things. Yeah. It was like 30 bucks. I didn't do it. It was worth it. I guess. Yeah. I think my brother and I pulled one trade off. I, I gave him like, I gave him like a, 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 a butterfree for like a fucking golem or something like something stupid, you know? And and also, here's another hot take, and, and this will piss off the Pokemon lovers. The only good Pokemon are the first ones. The I rest agree. of them are gen or nothing. garbage. I'll you know what? I'll give a special pass to like the initial second generation mm-hmm. where they introduced like 60 or so new ones, and you were like, okay, so now there's 200. All right, I guess I can deal with that. Then they started fucking losing their minds. Like, uh, I mean, first of all, Pokemon in and of itself is, uh, uh, you know, a drug addict's fever dream. But then they started, like, mixing in other drugs with whatever they were doing. Because, like, they literally, like, there's one that's, like, a garbage can and, like, an ice cream cone. And as soon as I saw that shit, I was like... It's dead. It's it's over. They like I wouldn't be surprised if there was like one like that looks like a microphone. The microphone I have right in front of my face. Mike Micapon. Fucking I it, it's it, it it hurts people with sound. Like it's just so it got so out of out of control. But man, the first one's <laughs> kind of like the intro to this pod. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like this show in general, but that's what you're here for, man. We just we'll talk about anything. Email us saucingosgmail.com. Uh, man, I'm telling you, what a weird week. I had the weirdest week of all time last week. Um, ending with uh someone trying to break into my friend's house, um, to jump off Pokemon. Um, uh, that's a that's a segue, ladies and gentlemen. Guy tries to break into my buddy's house. Him and his girlfriend are like loading up to go see her parents. And and uh, and then we were going to meet up with his dad for Father's Day in another town where he lives. Um, and they're loading up the car. They've got lots of stuff in there. They go in the house for like 20 seconds to like be like, all right, cool. We're good. Peace. They go out to the car. 
As they leave the house, their neighbor comes over and is like, a guy just took two bags out of your car. And they're like, what the fuck? Where did he go? So he points in the direction. My buddy gets in his car, starts ripping after him. Obviously doesn't find this guy. He was long gone, just disappeared into the wilderness. This is in broad daylight. This is like literally 1230 in the afternoon. So he's like, well, shit. Okay. So then um, the guy stole two bags. He stole one with like $100 worth of booze in it, which is like such a bummer. But it's like, hey, that's booze. But then the other bag the guy stole, not only was the bag itself expensive, it was like a $300 duffel bag. I don't know what kind of company it was. I can't remember. Um, But it was full of my friend's personal effects, his glasses, his contact lenses, his diabetes medication, a bunch of other shit. Oh, $400 AirPod Pros. Just just a disastrous grab. Um, And uh, good grab for the thief. Yeah, we were joking because I went to stay with him because he ended up being like, well, I can't leave now because it gets better. The thief isn't done yet. He's like, well, that sucks. I can't leave without my script. So I got to go to the pharmacy. They leave. They're gone for like, I don't know, a half hour. They come back and their neighbor goes, the guy came back again and was reefing on your front door. And at that point, my friend was like, I'm not leaving this fucking house. So his girlfriend leaves and goes to see her parents for Father's Day. And he stayed there. He relays this information to us in our group chat. And I go, I gotta co- I'm going to come down and stay with you. Because if the guy comes back, I would love to tackle someone. Even with my gimpy hand uh, that I hurt on my bike. Tune into last week's episode. You already do, dude. You subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You fucking know the drill. And you told all your friends to listen too because this shit's for everybody and we rep. Anyway, uh, so I drive down there and uh, saw a couple suspicious folks poking around, but, you know, nothing. Did, nothing. Did the neighbor get a description of the guy or anything? Yeah, and, and my friend filled out a police report. I mean, nothing will happen. Essentially, the police report is just so he can try and maybe, like, see if he can claim it on insurance. Um, really shitty, though, man. And, and yeah, it's just, uh, you know, the coronavirus has not stopped piece of shit thieves um, from, uh, you know, taking really ballsy maneuver, too. Like, I'll give the guy credit in that sense. Like, it's broad daylight on a scalding hot Friday. And he's like, I'm going to dive into this guy's car and take these bags. Um, you know, no fun. Uh, that was how my week ended. Now you'll remember from listening last week, cause I know you did that. I, um, gave myself a Mickey mouse mitt because I crashed on my shiny new bike, which I just got back on it yesterday and that felt nice. But, uh, the one bit of good news is that my new computer is on the way. It could be here tomorrow. That's yeah. exciting. Wasn't that a riveting bit of just, you know, horseshit <laughs> that we dove into? How yeah, are you? Well, that, I, <laughs> I literally have nothing to follow up with. I have had nothing exciting happen to me. Yeah, you're not up to much? No. Um, I like your I, hair. Thank you. Yeah, I finally got that done on Saturday because, you know, the hairdressers are open. So that was exciting. You, what was I, that you like? Know, 
It was, for those it was who haven't been, what was yeah, it so like being in there? I, I will tell you. Um, so I had to wear a mask and everyone there is wearing a mask and um, you there weren't any other like customers in the seats beside you. So where I go, I think there's like eight chairs in total, like four on each side. So um, there were only four people in total, two chairs on each side were in use. And yeah, um, yeah so there's distancing and then um, you can only have like one person over at the um, washing station at a time. Um, so yeah, they were, they were good. Um, masks and everything as sanitary as it can be with someone literally working on your head, breathing on you, but they, you know, they had a mask, so it was fine. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I mean, like, you know, I, uh, a, a, f- a friend cut my hair finally, which was nice uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm getting to the point where I need another one. So, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that's awesome. Like, cause yeah, I saw some people getting, uh, you know, out of control, being locked in the house. You know, I I went uh, I went to Little Caveman for a while there. Um, <laughs> I was so starting, cool. yeah, I was starting to look like Tarzan, like Tar Tarzan's drunk dad with just a beer gut. That's what I looked like. Um, <laughs> no, that's sweet. Um, yeah, and and you feel a little bougie walking out because you're like, oh, so many people are trying to get hair appointments, but I'm done mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can tell I look fresh, y'all. Like, <laughs> oh my god, so elitist of you. I know. Yeah, but that's one thing our listeners don't know is Fiona's loaded. She's actually so rich, and she she does this no, podcast you, as a hobby. You, you did already tell people that in an episode one time for some reason. I don't know why. Did you I think, actually? You, I think you told people that I would give them money or something. I don't know. I don't remember. We've done so many. <laughs> yeah, I remember that actually. I <laughs> I can't remember what the context of you being rich was, but I did I tell no everybody. Idea. I did tell everybody to tweet you and that you would uh, fix their cars for them. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh man. Yep. Yeah. So that's I'll your new business. On the table. No. <laughs> Fiona's windshield replacement. I don't actually do it, but I'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a lucrative business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the opposite of a business. That's um, <laughs> that's, that's a, charity. a charity, isn't it? <laughs> that's funny. Um, speaking of charity, real quick. Now, I know, I know, you have a thing, a sports-related thing on the list. Speaking of charity, we're just gonna bounce around here. I can't fucking believe how dumb Novak Djokovic is. Now, I don't know if you know who that is. I'm just going to assume. I know who that is. You, oh, okay. Not, Everyone I, knows I, who that is. Uh, I read the news. <laughs> I read sports. Okay. What's so funny to me about the way you responded to that is that, and no one can see it, but like you were like, Everyone knows who that is. And then you pick up a glass that looks like a wine glass and it looks like it has wine in it. And you take a, a what I'll call a snarky slurp. And <laughs> but it's not wine in there. It's fucking apple juice, which is so childish. And it took away from the aggressiveness of your statement. And that's really funny. Everybody I- knows who that is. I'm intellectual. <laughs> Why are you so mean? Apple juice. apple juice is the elite juice. It's way better than orange juice, and I'll take that to the grave. Outrageous. Uh, That's not true at all. That's yeah, I hate orange juice. No, nah, you can't be like no. That can't be your opinion, fam. Don't do that. I don't that. think it's that offensive. I don't like 
orange juice. I'm not offended. It doesn't taste I'm... good. If I'm having a glass of orange juice, I water it down. I don't know. I can't have pure orange juice. And 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 if you give me a glass of orange juice with pulp in it, I'm throwing up. I'm sorry. That's just like, the way it goes. I would accept the no pulp. Like my girlfriend won't drink it with pulp. I'll drink it. I actually—I'll be honest. I actually prefer heavy pulp. Little little guys gushing down. No, it's chunks of orange. Chunks. Yeah, you eat hot dogs, right? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) It's chunks of ground-up pig and other stuff. Yeah, but I don't want to chew my drink. It just—it's a bad mouthfeel. Okay. That is the episode title right there. Bad mouth feel. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. So, okay. That's an outrageous statement. We're going to put that on Twitter at uh, sauce and goss pod on Twitter and Instagram. I know What's I'm the in the minority juice? here, but apple juice is better than orange juice. Uh, see, I don't know. Like you might be surprised. I think that there are a lot of people out there who are a big fan of apple juice. I'm indifferent toward it. Like if someone poured a glass for me already and were like, this is for you. Of course I would drink it. It's not my preferred yeah. juice. I mean, if I'm picking any juice in the whole wide world, um, probably like peach juice. Really? Probably the best. Yeah. Peach okay. juice is the best. Maybe, maybe after that, maybe like a fruit punch. Or like a berry punch. Right. I mean, that's not. It's that's juice, not, but it's. Yeah, not, it, but it's not you're, like you're a blending. One, yeah. So if I'm picking a single fruit to juice, peach juice. Okay. I'll stick with oranges followed closely by crayon. Cray- um, oh, my God. Yeah, dude. That's the worst juice. Don't say that. And, and it's I'll, a great mixer. I would drink orange juice way ahead of cranberry juice. So that's saying something. Because I don't like orange juice. Good. Well, I know what I'm bringing over to your place then for uh, for your pool parties. Um, I'll bring one or the other, and we know you'll drink orange. So how about that? <laughs> and are you also bringing a pool? Because <laughs> I don't have one of those. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Mine's inflatable. So Yeah, perfect. All right. <laughs> yeah. Easy teardown. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the original point, which I think was Novak Djokovic, who Fiona definitely knows who that is. Um yeah, he he had like a charity tennis tournament. If you don't know who he is, he's the number one ranked tennis player on the men's tour. Some might say he's the greatest tennis player ever. I would disagree. I think Roger Federer is, but um, he's very good. Anyway, he oh, a couple months ago was like, uh, yeah, if if they find a vaccine and make it mandatory to return to tennis, I won't take it. Like he's he's. He's not an anti-vaxxer, but he's, like, he's close enough. Anyway, he hosts this charity tournament in Serbia, which is where he's from, in the Balkans. And they had the stadium packed with fans. There were other players there and shit. There's a video of him online, like, whooping it up at a at the after party, like, with his shirt off. It's just completely ridiculous. Yeah, a day later, test positive for coronavirus. And his wife has it. Thank God their kids don't. But a ton of other people that were at the event have tested positive. I think the count is up to, like, 21 now or something, which, I mean, 21 people – bumping in and sweating it up in the club in the club 50 cent um that song banged in 2001 um 
there's definitely more cases. Now, he, imagine, like, apologized. I'm sorry. <laughs> imagine if the past tense of bang is, like, bung. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now, I'm pretty... I'm glad you interrupted me with that because... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's a slang term for for shit. <laughs> in in like Australian. Now everyone will remember last week I ended off with a, <laughs> a a perfect Australian accent and I'm pretty sure that that is a slang term for shit. Are you wikipediaing it? Um it's saying it's a stopper for closing a hole in a container. Bung. Like okay, a so- cork. So I have no idea what I'm talking about is what you're saying? What does bung mean slang? Um, yeah, alternative to a cork. Um, okay. Um, There's nothing in there about poo. Um, a a, a sesum, if I'm pronouncing that right, or anus, especially of a slaughter animal. So ah. it, it's like the, like, yeah, it's a close. So like, like the sphincter, I guess, the <sighs> anus. Thank of you. A slaughter animal. Right, yeah. I've or, heard people or say like bung a wine cork as a bung. Right. Um, I, I've heard people say bunghole. Yeah. Well, that's fun. We learn things on Sauce and Goss, everyone. Didn't we? I mean, I mean, we did learn it off Wikipedia, so um, how's your wine? Anyway, um Yeah, so he got a bunch of people sick. What an idiot. And uh you know, a ton of people were tweeting and retweeting. Um, you know, his new name now is Novak's Joe COVID, huh. which, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was very clever. Um, props to whoever originally came up with the joke because 10,000 people are tweeting it now, and it's just like, you didn't do it, dude. Um, <laughs> whoever invented the joke, good for you. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's stupid. And then now today, whatever day it is today, who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter what the day is. People are like, what day is it? And I'm like, who fucking cares? Drink great more. Great day to drink some apple juice is what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. You know what it is. It's it, That's what I'm just going to start saying to people. Hey, what 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 day are you off? Apple juice day, dude. <laughs> it's I'm off on fucking apple juice day. Apple juice. You figure it out. The date means <laughs> nothing now. The date means nothing. I look at calendars now and I'm like, what the fuck is that even? Because none of it matters. Because I don't have plans. I don't do things anymore. And so people are like, hey, what day did you say that you're... That's my response every single time. Oh, hey, did you say that next week we were going to... Yep. Done. See ya. Flushed. That's my response now. I just can't take it. Uh, okay. the, the virus is driving me insane. I don't have it, um, which is awesome because, like, obviously I had to go to a hospital last week because I thought I broke my gimp hand. Look how good it looks now. Yeah, it's healing. Like, you can actually see the definition yeah. of my fingers. Um, it's all it's pretty much all healed up. Some some minor scabbing, but, like, it's it's gonzo and no Rona. Is the biggest thing. Like, I mean, I like shopping at Rona. I've never been in a Rona in my entire life, actually. That's a lie. But sponsor us. Um, I hear they have good wood. Wink. I don't. <laughs> Dude, I didn't you know can't what you... 
You can't do I that felt, to I me. Felt like I like set me up. Yeah, well, you you like stop talking, and then I thought that was a setup, and then I, you're drinking it. So I, I just wanted to have a subtle sip of my coffee, my adult oh. drink. Oh, whatever. Coffee for you. Like, come on, man. No one, <laughs> no one cares about adult beverages. Man, it's no, all I care about, actually. Apple juice in the fridge. So yeah, Novak Djokovic is sick. Um, if, if, what a fucking idiot. Um, and, anyway, and a lot of uh, Blue Jays players are sick. Yeah, I, I guess today on whatever date it is, and again, it doesn't matter. A bunch of Blue Jays players and staff tested positive, and of course they fucking did. Uh, their training facilities in Dunedin, Florida. Florida's a shit show. Everyone's sick. I'm actually convinced everyone in Florida has coronavirus, and you know what? I, they always have. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone from Florida, minus Tom Petty, uh, it ha- who unfortunately is dead, uh, has it. <laughs> Did you just laugh at that? Yeah, Show some respect. <laughs> everyone has it except this guy because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he he unfortunately checked out and didn't get to witness this insanity. You know what I mean? My friend saw him, my buddy, uh, coincidentally the same friend who almost uh, uh, had his house broken into, saw him like three months before he unfortunately died. R.I.P. Tom Petty. That's what we should do. Let's just turn this podcast into like a a Tom Petty remembrance pod. Um, Like we'll just play a song, talk about it. It'll be two minutes long and then we'll leave. What do you think about that? Um, Maybe find another host. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know any? Do you know any Tom Petty songs? And don't say "Free Fallen." But like, I probably know some if they were to play, but I don't know off the top of my head any titles. I just like Tom Petty. What a good guy. We're blaring his record, K. So we because yeah. So the blue. I have to keep my thoughts in line here. The Blue Jays are sick. Bunch of other players are sick. Uh, The the Phillies have seven players. I believe it's players, not staff that are sick. Um, Detroit has players sick. Like it's all over the place, man. All these athletes. Uh, And I mean, what did you expect? Like they're all, you know, from different nationalities went home when all this shit started. Like you can't expect them to just through air travel alone to come back to play. Expect that there wouldn't be positive tests. Hockey too. um, You know, Obviously, Austin Matthews has it, and people were pissed off that that was reported. Um, I thought it was a little offside myself, just the the fact that he was named um, against his will. I, I'm not a big fan of that, but, it, you know, I don't know. So he's got it. A bunch of Tampa players, also Florida, have it in the NHL. I don't know, dude. I, I'm getting more and more. I'm a big sports fan. I'm getting more and more convinced we're not going to see any fucking sports here. Um, I know soccer's doing stuff, and and that that's cool. But man, I uh, I'm getting more and more convinced that like it, there's going to just be too many cases, and they're not going to be able to play. Which at the end of the day, I, I've been prepared for since March anyway. So. That's going to be boring because <laughs> there's going to be nothing to talk about for so long, sports-wise. E- yeah. But another sacrifice everyone has to make. 
and and again, I'm fine with it. Like, you know, obviously the president and other people are like, we got to get our sports back. And I'm like, yeah, I'd be fired up. But like, I don't want any of these guys to die or like kill their kid or something because, you know, fat slobs living in their mom's basement want to watch sports and gamble. You know, I like gambling, too, on sports. Um, I don't. I don't need it. Like I don't I don't wake up every day and like I miss sports, but like I don't wake up and go like oh, fucking I need it. Like I just I wake up and I'm like I need to eat, maybe get a coffee. Okay, what else? On whatever day it is cuz it doesn't matter. I don't know what your opinion is of it. I just like I the more and more I see of this, I'm like like should should we even be making these guys play? Like, I don't know. No, I don't think we should make them. But hopefully no one else gets sick. I don't know. Yeah. It's not It's not so important to the world um, that we need it right now. Like, we can just wait a year. Like, it's a little, very important. A little hiatus is fine. It's very important. It's like a big part yeah, of the world. Yeah, it's very important. It's just... But is it so important to put no. their lives at risk for our no, entertainment? It... No. And, and, and some people would say yes, because, you know, the classic argument I get in with people who aren't big sports fans is, well, you know, they're all millionaires and blah, blah. I'm just like, well, it doesn't matter if you have millions of dollars that like, let's just say, you know, for instance, if you get cancer, it doesn't like the cancer doesn't care that you have money. And like, neither does does like COVID. Neither does COVID-19 and neither did, you know, the Spanish flu in 19 fucking 20. Like it, it, like if you get a deadly disease, you're going to die like more than less likely anyway. Um, So like the, the whole argument of people being like, well, you know, they should blah, blah, because they make lots of money. And it's just like, well, you know, outside of like the disease factor, you know, they have families, too. People really forget that athletes, musicians, entertainers are people and they like don't live at the hockey rink and like they go home and like eat Cheerios like the rest of us and shit. You know, people are just like, oh, you know, like because you only see them on TV or through your computer screen or your dumb fucking phone. Uh, Like you, they're normal people. Like, yeah, they have money and they're paid handsomely to do what they do. But that is a cause and effect of tons of people wanting to watch them do what they do. If nobody watched baseball, which is a distinct possibility nowadays, um, you know, if no one watched it, TV companies wouldn't put it on and then no one would get paid for it. Like, you know, I, I just, I don't know how people can't wrap their head around. They're just like, oh, well, they're paid too much. I'm like, well, <sighs> fine. Okay. They're paid too much. In some respects, they are. So, some are. But also, you try and do it then. You know? I don't know. There's my sports rant on the show. Not about sports. Um, <laughs> but it's life, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and you mentioned a few um minutes ago um the president and wanting to do it but another funny thing that happened with trump recently 
um, you know, about his uh, rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You hear about Boy. that? Uh, and um, I saw I saw it. Yeah. And so he has this uh, like venue booked. I think there's room for like 19,000 like seats in the venue with like a bunch of overflow space. Like they had so many tickets to sell and like they sold them all like they're free. You just had to reserve them. Um, but only I think it was less than 7,000 people actually attended because most of the tickets were booked by TikTokers after a video went viral saying, oh, look, I can just uh, reserve two seats, but I forgot I can't go that day because I have to uh, walk my pet turtle, like some like random stupid excuse. So all of these kids are just reserving seats <laughs> for no one to show up to Trump's rally. And it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty quality. Kudos to those kids. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the tally was some somewhere over like 6,200. And so tons of people started piling on and being like, well, like I saw like Pink tweeted. She was like, I sold that yeah. place out in five minutes and whatever and, and different stuff. And like, you know, up here, like some of the junior hockey teams were like, we averaged more than that a season. You know, like every night and we're a junior hockey team, you know, just funny stuff like that. Yeah, the guy's a loser, man. Like he just is like irrespective of your politics or however you feel, whether you're one of the fucking red tie, blue tie people. I, I don't fucking care. Um, he's such a loser. Um, and I don't know. That guy, that guy's crazy. If I can take a, a, a minor pause here and and yell for help because to my direct right i see two spiders and <laughs> i'm going to have a heart attack um hey yeah, kate go. kate i think she's in the garage can can you get her this is how bad this is right now and you're laughing i'm not laughing this is a serious no, situation it would be it would be the same if there are spiders in my end i was I'm, i went down to the basement the other day and there's the biggest spider i've ever seen in my whole life on the carpet and i really? don't realize i don't real it's like that it was like that big like was, the body of it yeah, yeah like like the whole the whole thing was probably like that i don't know it was big for like a canadian Basement spider. I don't know. I don't see very big spiders. These right. Days. So the circumference you showed me just there was yeah. the size of like it with legs outstretched. Yeah. yeah. Still fairly sizable. Still, hey, yeah, you gotta you gotta kill these spider. But you gotta I kill those spiders right there. And, and one just ran under the cabinet, and now I don't know if I can finish the show. One one escaped. One escaped. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's going to suck it up with the vacuum. Yeah, so, so we are going to hear that. I don't. I didn't realize that that was a spider because it didn't really look like one when I was walking down the stairs. I, uh, so I went to go like kick it to see what it was. And then it starts running. <laughs> and I screamed the loudest scream anyone's ever screamed before. And then I run upstairs and I get my dad. And then my mom asked what it was. And my dad's like, it was a spider. Like... <laughs> Can you, can you believe the reaction? Like, I probably, like, they definitely heard me, like, in the neighbor's house, like, screaming. It was terrifying. So I'm in the basement at this house, and, like, it's finished. Uh, like, beautiful space. But, you know, because it's cold and most times dark, you know, you, there, are, there are creatures that are chilling sometimes. And uh, that pissed me off. And, and what you just told me is upsetting. Um, now, I... 
so I need more detail here. Uh, how is your basement finished? Like you, you yeah, said there's yeah, carpet yeah, down there. So yeah, I mean. carpet. Yeah, it's just the basement is just like a room and then the uh, and then a laundry room. So two rooms and then a crawl space. So, so like three areas. So you One go is carpet, romping, just like a rec room type thing. Okay, so you go romping down there to get whatever you're doing, and then and then you you don't notice it until it moves. Yeah, until it runs so fast. That so what you have witnessed is a wolf spider for sure, um, and they are the devil. Uh, I now see now that I've seen. Yeah, now you're stuff, looking around. I'm like fucking, there's more. <laughs> I'm looking around and shit. And you know what? Like the one benefit of this basement is it's white, and so like they stick out very clearly. My I got a Hawkeye. So that that's sucks. why I couldn't tell that it was a spider right away. Yeah, you got to burn that carpet. You cannot yeah. put dark carpet in basements. It it's got to be beige or lighter. And well, that is I mean, why. it wasn't my choice. That's what came when we bought the house a while ago. So we just haven't. Rip it up. It Rip it up. Uh, I'll help you lay down new carpet. I don't care. Like, I, I want to help fellow spider uh, people that are afraid know the signs. Because the worst thing ever is walking into a space and not knowing it's there. And then it panics. And like starts skittering amongst your feet, say, and th- like that's the worst. Someday I almost broke my fucking ankle one time. I swear to God, going down my old basement stairs. We had a weird house. It was a split level house, and so you had like the bed, the bedrooms up here, the main level of the house here. Then it went down into like a basement area that was still like the windows were above ground and then a lower basement. We had like a five level house with an attic in that lower basement. That was where I chilled out. It was cold, had a hockey net down there. It was great, but they would be down there chilling and fucking I one day walked down and obviously the upper stairs curved down as the ceiling as I'm going downward. It's white. I go down, everything's chilling. I come back up and just for some reason felt compelled to look up. There was a big ass spider up there and your, I saw it. spidey senses were tingling. A million percent, <laughs> man. Pete Parker, man. And I, yeah, I went full Peter Parker, see it and it, I froze, it moved and like it was just above me and then shot over here and started coming down the wall. I fell backwards off the stairs and landed on the hard cement floor. And I was so pissed It like, I hate them so much. They bum me out. They're the worst. They're the worst thing ever. Have I told you the time I was in Australia last May, um, we were taking a tour around the botanical gardens in Sydney and we're on the little like tour, like bus thing, like, um, not 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 a bus, but like whatever trolley thing. I don't know, like a little train, open window, so you could see the stuff. And the announcer, gotcha. tour guide, yeah. goes like, "So you guys picked a good time to come. It's spider season." <laughs> and the what color did you say? From my, it's it was spider season when no, I that, went to. That's what I would have said to him. What did you oh, say? Oh, what did you say? Yeah, Stop no, that's what I said to my vehicle. mom. She was beside me, and I was like, what the fuck? Why did you 
bring me here during spider so i saw so many fiona like, swore scary, everybody scary webs <laughs> fiona said the f word everybody it's not just me <laughs> i only use it when it's needed and it was needed to talk about spiders fuck is a word that should exclusively almost be associated with spiders i know i get it man all right the science people but they they eat and the other and and I'm like okay cool but they why why do we need those bugs that they eat how eliminate all of them That's yeah fine. just get rid of all of it like oh but they eat mosquitoes and it's just like well who get rid of decided they were here like you know what I mean I I have a lot of questions for whatever omnipotent being is responsible for all of this like sharks weren't enough like you made a shark and you were like like sharks they're cute okay i'm not afraid of sharks i'm not going to the deep ocean where i'm gonna get attacked by a shark well that's why you're not afraid of them um the the thing like it's just it's crazy to me that they were like let's make sharks and like bears and shit and then they were like well yeah but like they they'll like rip your face like they're not fun like you know and like have you ever seen that grizzly adams movie or whatever it is it's not grizzly what's it called grizzly man i'm pretty sure that's what it's called you have to watch that it is uh, it's available probably on like streaming services uh to finish off my spider thought first though yeah literally Literally, I think whoever created this weird universe that we're in, they invented spiders one day and they were like, I want people created in my image. I want them all to say fuck when they see this creature. (laughs) That's what I think about when I see them. And like, you know, like recently, I can't remember what episode we were talking about, like the African bird spider or it's or uh, no, it's the Amazonian birds, bird eating spider. Like it, it, like they just took it. The creator took it to another level. It was bad enough that they were just like, let's make these ugly, gross tarantula things with big, hairy legs. And, and, and like, here's something I didn't know. The fucking, they're hairy tarantulas. Spiders are obviously just gangly and and they fucking skitter around. Tarantulas, I learned this, they're hairy because they, they fucking, if they're threatened and shit, they scurry up a tree or something and they rub the hairs off and the hairs get in your eyes and shit and they're like irritating. So like if, if something's trying to eat them, like, I don't know what eats spy a fucking, I'd say a bird, but they're eating the birds now. Um, whatever like eats a spiders, or snake or something. sure. A Probably. lizard. They, they fucking skitter away and then they go, yeah, and they rip their hair out and it floats into your eyes. And then you're like, ah, my eyes like what? And so they did that and they're like, Oh, so, Definitely invent this animal. That that's good. We need that. Eight hundred legs, and and then they were like, you know, it would be really funny though, if we made an even huger one, 
kind of, let's say, the size of the things that the humans eat off of. And and we'll make it eat birds. What are you talking about? At least we know that chickens will be safe. They're not. There's no way, dude. Have you I, seen I this making, thing? I was making a joke. Chickens oh, because chickens aren't birds. But, I mean, so they they're eating, them. dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I say some dumb stuff. But I'll tell you what. Honestly, I hate spiders so much. Like, if... If someone were to say to me, you could get rid of coronavirus or spiders, I- I'm sorry. Like, I would have to be selfish. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm picking the virus. Uh, no, it, I just don't like them. I get that they serve a purpose. They're just very unnatural looking. They look like fucking aliens. And um, I, I just don't like them. And I respect your opinion because who likes spiders? You're crazy if you do. Billie Eilish loves them. She has a pet tarantula. I know. And I I like her though. I don't not like tarantulas. Like if someone had a tarantula and they offered to let me hold it, I think I would. Because I think it'd be cool to say that I held a tarantula. Tarantulas not scare me as much as like little spiders do. That's... I don't know what it is. They look cute and cuddly because they're furry. They have like you can look into their eyes and be like, "Oh, like cute little eyes." Um, so I think what? I was told a tarantula. Are you? That is wine, isn't it? That you're drinking. No. <laughs> There's no way that sober people say that. Yeah. That... Nah, dude. Yes. Someone spiked your apple juice. That is an outrageous take. I, I can't. Don't care. Okay, I'm man. Whatever. Okay, you can, you can, you can pet the hairy creature. Then, I'm not good for you. Seek one out, but if the opportunity were to present itself, I'll take advantage of it. And I, I think that's that's fun. not taking advantage. That you're talking about petting a tarantula the same way someone would talk about like getting to drive a Ferrari. <laughs> Gee, I I can't afford one, even though she can because she's rich, but I can't afford one. But if someone let me drive their Ferrari, I would. That, like, <laughs> that's not the same at all. Like, that's such a bad take. I don't care. I would do it. No, I and you know what? I respect you for standing by what you said. That's a yeah. you're a, you're a person of conviction. No, you can't change my mind when I know that I'm right. Okay. But you can change my mind if I'm wrong because I am one to seek out information and make adjustments to my opinions when needed, as should everyone. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think that you would be adjusting your opinion the second that fucking thing came out of the box. <laughs> You're. It would move weird in the person's hand and you would go actually no put it back no i would hold it i probably maybe not for long but definitely i would get some tarantula up on my hand i actually i actually think that um i I would go into rigor mortis if one touched me (laughs) if one touched my clothes like on my body not even skin contact if I would actually need to go and see my therapist for a week steady, probably. 
I'm talking like I sleep over at their house and they like and they like talk me through my night terrors if one ever touched me. I swear to God. Some people are pro- everyone's scared of something. Some people um some people like are like wow, you're really like weirdly scared of spiders and I'm like I recognize this. You're not giving me any new information. I am aware that like it's a spider, it's a common fear arachnophobia. I have it at like almost a degree where I think I have it like a disease. Like I can't handle it. I, I just there are too many legs. It's too many. That's so my the legs. It's the legs that scare you. It, 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 uh, it is. What they, about octopi? See, octopus don't scare me because they, like, a they they're have, delicious. They have eight legs. Uh, well, I mean, they're tentacles, right? Like, no, they're mean, not that's rigid. The same thing. They're suction cuppy. They're suction that's, cuppy. Yeah, that's scary in its own sense. Yeah, like the way oct- I watched a, an octopus documentary one night at my friend's place. That's what we do. We uh, we inebriate ourselves and watch nature documentaries. It's really fun. Um, it's funner than it sounds. <laughs> and uh, we watch it. And the way they eat is so bizarre. Like they like um, they like grab onto shit, obvi, and then they like they have like. Uh, they have a beak, like a bird beak, and they and they freaking um, like if they grab something hard, like they'll eat like crabs and shit, and they'll they'll use this thing and they'll break the shell, like pecking it like a chicken, and and then once they crack that shit, they they fucking go in there and da 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 da, and apparently this thing like sucks to get bit by like squid have uh one of the hardest bites uh in terms of like bite force um obviously giant squid aren't fun but like an octopus like a they're delicious i love calamari and and b they just look like a big squishy mess like they just they don't look scary to me although have you seen that crazy video of like that that little like blue ring octopus which is like very poisonous and it 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 grabs that crab that's like walking along the the beach or whatever that video blew my mind it's just like that family guy cut away damn nature you scary (laughs) no i haven't seen that but what is this podcast what what is this you going off on tangents for some reason but if we can get back on track with our regular scheduled programming um scheduled next, yeah scheduled <laughs> next up um so uh, this one girl who identified herself as danielle on twitter but no last name um apparently accused justin bieber of sexual assaults back in um she just made the tweet like a few days like sometime this week june 20th i think um so so she claimed that um in march of 2014 she was a sec she was sexually assaulted by the beebs um and justin bieber has handled this very well um he says that this is factually impossible 
because he was at an Airbnb with Selena Gomez that night. And like he like he has proof of never being in the location that this girl accused him of assaulting her. Um, apparently it was after after a surprise set, Justin Bieber invited her back to um, a, a hotel and then where he assaulted her. And he's like, that's just that can't even be true. Like, <laughs> like for these facts. And like he handled it pretty well because he didn't want to like just come out and say like no like that's not like blah 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 like um, this girl's lying blah, blah, like and like she he didn't want to like take away from the fact that this does happen to people and like victims should like still like come forward but he's saying like so that's no, why but... he like he he provided a lot of proof to be like I'm not just gonna deny the claims like this is why it's wrong like so like I don't know he handled it pretty well. No, he had he had factual evidence mm-hmm. like backing him up and I don't know what their relationship is like now but I bet you Selena would uh would probably be like would probably corroborate it and be like yeah like that's not yeah that's not true and and you know what man at the end of the day like uh like we've said with other cases that we've talked about stuff like this with um it, doing that is so detrimental to the point of the whole me too movement cause it's, it's very similar um, in, in naysayers reaction to it that we're seeing with like black lives matter and indigenous lives matter, right? Like the, the naysayers are just like, Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's not that big of a deal. And people, uh, and people, you know, make false accusations and blah, blah, blah. And you know, that's not the point that like, and, and, the other thing with the whole Me Too thing was like, oh, people going, oh, well, I, you know, wi- women are fam- feminists and blah blah. They're just trying to take over the world, and they they want to be in control. It, and and same thing with Black Lives Matter. Not no, nobody wants to like <laughs> be in control and take over the world. They just want to be treated on equal footing as everybody else. And when someone makes false claims like this, it completely derails you know, part of the progress made of uh, the work being done to, you know, the whole point of Me Too was to expose and and stop um, sexual assault and, you know, the use of, of that avenue as, uh, you know, a way of holding power over people. That was the point of it. Not to, like you know, target certain people and, and ruin their careers. People ruin their own careers. We talked about that a lot last week with uh, my my old comedic, um, you know, center, if you will, in, in Crystalia, who, you know, is, you know, he, he fucked his own career up. But then you get people like this girl who like, yeah, the you know, I'm not a fan of the Biebs, but that's irrelevant. Yeah, think, he, yeah, we've both been on record of not being fans, so we can we can respect that he he did he handled this with such poise. I respect his talent and everything like that. I I'm just not into him. Yeah. And but like, yeah, props to him. He came out and was just like, listen, um, I'm not like, you know, trying to take away from claims of anything and whatever, but this simply isn't true and here's why. And, like, he just laid it all out very plainly. He didn't, like, take a run at the girl and be like, fuck this idiot, blah, blah, blah. He just straight up said, hey, this wasn't true, and here's why. And, like, it's indisputable. 
And so, you know, what that girl did sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Like, she's a moron. And and you know what? I I think it, it's it's great the work that, like, Me Too and Time's Up and all that have done in terms of actually getting sexual assault taken seriously and having charges because of it. We talked about Hyde from that 70s show last week. You know, he's going to prison for the rest of his life. Uh, and that's the way it should be. But you should be charged for debt, like inarguably making false accusations because to accuse somebody of sexual assault is a very serious fucking accusation. Like it, it next to like murder. That's like you accuse somebody of sexual assault. It is like big time, like serious. And when it comes out that you were bullshitting, you should face legal recourse for that. Like that girl should go to prison. It, like I'm not saying for 20 years, but she should probably go to prison for like a year or two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely like, have some repercussions because what's stopping from anyone accusing anyone else of doing something that there's no repercussions, just find a celebrity you don't like and be like, yo, like this happened. And then there's going to be some people who believe it, like no matter what. So like, the career is probably going to take a hit no matter what. And then she gets off scot-free potentially. Um, Cause yeah, we, we don't even know who she is, um, which is fine. Like, I don't want to know who she is. I'm not saying come out with like, I don't care. Like I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to like, like, but if like, cause if she can't, like if anyone finds out who she is, like she'd get like death threats and like things like that. And that's never okay. You can't like cyber bully someone just because you don't like something they did, even if they did something stupid. But like, I don't know, let the law handle it. There should be something. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's not up to the court of public opinion to, you know, shred someone. Like, they made a mistake, a dumb mistake. They should have legal repercussions. It's, um, it like it's de- it's defamation straight up it's libel like you know, she she outright lied and i don't know why i can't come up with a good reason i don't know this girl so I- i'm not going to even speculate but it's straight up bullshit what she said and like i i don't know man i i have a real problem with that too so i don't know dude i i just uh it, clearly she's got something going on cuz i mm-hmm. mean to just falsely accuse somebody of that is, I don't know, something's right. up. And, like, let's face it, guys. Like, if you're with Selena Gomez, you're not going to be chasing anyone else. Because you've already struck gold, so. <laughs> yes, I know. I She's, uh, yeah, I'll agree. Like, I mean, who, why would you, um, why would you do that? Like, she's, uh, <laughs> she's a very attractive young lady. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And talented. It's not all about what yes. Ryan. Okay, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's move on. No, I uh, no, I agree. She, yeah, she is very talented. I like. I, I like some of her songs. I do. Uh, irrelevant. She's been very, very vocal, and like, she's a very good activist. And she posts like stuff every day about like Black Lives Matter, and then like stuff that she's doing to help, and stuff that her fans should do to help. So she, she's amazing. 
yeah, she she does a lot of like mental health work too, which yeah. I appreciate, of course. Um, uh, she well, I like she's um she's the executive producer of that Netflix show, is she not yeah, or whatever? Thirteen, 13 reasons, reasons Why. It got weird. Yeah. I never finished season two. I don't think because it got not very good, but season one was very good. I, um, yeah, I watched the whole first season. I haven't watched any of the rest of it. Extremely hard to watch. It yeah, obviously got a lot of criticism, yeah. um, which I felt for the they, most part was unwarranted. Um, I mean, there were warnings like to not watch it if, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, they weren't showing anything that wasn't true in everyday life for people so i mean yeah it it was important to spread that message it was upsetting for Mm -hmm. sure it it was not uh, i can't say that i enjoyed watching the show um but that i think was the point and uh you know and i respected her too like when when that all started like she stood by it and was like listen like this is you know a, a you know an important thing and um yeah i don't know it, I actually think that they could have just ended it after that season. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what out, what more there needed to be said. Now, of course, I, you know, I won't spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched it. But, you know, the way they did end the season, you know, another, you know, unfortunate thing happens and then they kind of leave you there. So it was like, OK, well, they're going to continue on the story. But um, I would have been OK with it if it was just like a one you know season yeah. thing but yeah. yeah i don't know selena man she was hey man she was with the weekend for a while too i thought that that was like out of the blue but obviously they're not together anymore are they i don't know you would know more than no me. yeah they're not they're not oh well, that's too bad poor yeah. ansel <laughs> isn't real. that his name What's, what what is his name his real know. name fuck i, I forget i'm not like a fan so i don't know I like I like him. I, I I do enjoy him. Let's move on to the next topic then. What yeah, the hell it. is going um, on here? Next topic I have here. Um, what to do if you're not a fan of uh, your friend's significant other? So, like if your friend goes gets a boyfriend and he sucks. Name's what should Abel, you do, dude? Abel, not Ansel. I'm thinking of that idiot Ansel. that also got tied up in sexual assault. Um. What's his name? Ansel Elgert or whatever, the Elgert, guy from yeah. Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah, what a douche. Um, Abel. Abel Tesfay. Yes, the weekend. Like that guy. Anyway, sorry, what'd you say? You, oh, okay. See, when you originally texted me this topic, I thought uh, so when you okay. When you wrote S O, I thought you meant shout out. I and I was so <laughs> confused. Fiona texts me, hey, here's a topic idea. What if you don't like your friend's S backslash O? And I'm like, shout out? And so I'm like, did someone did someone give you a social media shout out that you didn't appreciate? Like, did somebody tweet out like a, a bad pick of you fucking hammered, slammed at the side of the pool or something? Like what? I was so confused. I was like, what if you don't like your friend's shout out? Why didn't you ask me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was eating a grilled cheese. Oh, it seemed okay. important. Of course. No, significant other. Oh, what if you don't like their significant what other? If you okay, don't so. Like their... Well, you gotta. <laughs> what if you don't like their shout out? 
That's so funny. Um, I'm, I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> see, I've had this instance numerous times actually throughout my life with, with some of my friends. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where like, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, right? Because like it, I, I, I'm of the opinion that I don't think that you can be with somebody who doesn't jive with your friends. Like if your friends don't get along with them and, and like they don't get along, I, I just don't think it's, I just don't think it, it runs, you know? Um, I've dated people uh, that my friends definitely didn't like for sure. And my friends have dated people that I certainly fucking didn't like. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of kind of play it safe. But like, you know, if things start getting shitty and like, you know, you can see other relationships are being affected by it. I don't think it's inappropriate to pull them aside and say, listen, like we're all kind of not hyped about the way your life is right now, just as your friend. Like, you know, I've had to have those conversations before. I think we all have. Um, I think that's the most delicate way to handle it. Some people, man, they just get sucked into into relationships and like everything else shuts down. And that's not healthy at all. No, absolutely. And but there's some times where you tell them and you give them examples as to why they're bad. And they're like, yep. And then I know. And then they still keep dating them <laughs> for years. And it's for... still ongoing. <laughs> so this is and obviously coming from a personal too. place. <laughs> Yeah. There's only so much you can do, though, when the person isn't liked by friends or family, but for some reason still by your friend. So you still have to support them because they're your friend. And it's not like there's anything like terrible happening in the relationship. It's just he's not a good boyfriend and he's a bad person. <laughs> but what can you do when <laughs> every time that they complain about them, you tell them that <laughs> they should break up and then they don't? What can you do? Now, I have a question because this is obviously coming from a personal place. Um, like, does the does your friend complain about the, the boyfriend? All the time. See, that's a real problem then. Like, if it was a situation where it was just like, you all don't like him and blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, they get along and, and, and she's not complaining about said person. That's a different situation. This this is an example of what I like to call headbanging. And I don't mean like rock and roll. I mean banging your head against a cement wall. Because people who like to headbang typically just uh, they're unreachable souls. They like they like the sensation of just slamming their head against a wall for the rest of time because they they're either they're either one of two things they're a either too insecure to end the relationship because they don't want to start over and and go through all the rigmarole or, or two they're just lazy and don't care enough about themselves to better their life they think that this is stock like it's just like this is as good as it gets i have somebody um which is a problem in both in both examples. Um, I don't know what else you can really do because, again, this is clearly 
this is clearly a <laughs> well, you something problem. something I think a lot of people relate to. Like, like you oh, said, everyone, everyone has that one or two or many people in their life that you just wish would get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's frustrating. Cause like, yeah, it, at the end of the day, it's like any bad situation someone's in. You you can't truly help somebody unless they want to be helped and are open to recognizing, hey, you know what? Maybe my life isn't ripping so hard right now. Um, and it seems like she's unwilling to do that. She she seems to be okay with rolling with the punches and banging her head against that wall. And so you just got to let her bang her head against that wall until she puts a hole through it and realizes the fucking wall's not that sturdy, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> am I... I hear myself say these things, and I'm like, am I the worst relationship advice giver on <laughs> planet Earth? Or do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I actually also don't really care, because this is my podcast. I don't <laughs> care, do I? Um... I think that's sound advice. Uh, and uh, again, I didn't even really give you advice, but I don't know what else you can really do in this situation. You just kind of have to sit there and let them swim in their own shit. Don't you? Mm -hmm. That's not a nice picture in your mind, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, hey, hey man, if they want to go for a dunk in the shit, you got, you gotta, you gotta just let them figure that out for themselves. It sucks, though, man, especially if it's like a close friend where you're like, you know, like you have like a long standing relationship with the person and you see them with somebody who is just a dumpster fire piece of shit. It's very frustrating because you're like, man, because you know, like, you know, I think most of us who are good friends to people want the best for our friends as we would for ourselves. Right. And so I know I certainly do. Um and so it's frustrating when, like, you're like, man, you could be doing better. People are scared of change, really is what it boils down to. I, I think people, they get into a relationship because, like, that whole thing of, like, the, the, honey, the honeymoon period, that's, that's a real thing. Like, the first, the first two or three months, like, dating someone new is a, a magical time. It, it really is right. We've all done it a couple times, you know, and, and like that first couple months, it's like this rips. This is so great. Uh, everything about this person is awesome. It's only after like that six ish, maybe a year mark. If the relationship is bad and you're not meant to be where things start popping up where it's like, oh, and it just happens out of the blue too, doesn't it? You wake up one morning and you're having coffee and they do something or say something weird to you. And uh, like, I don't know, like my ex-girlfriend, I don't like those shorts on you. <laughs> just a little, a little, a little kiss of a comment, a little nugget. And you're sitting there with your morning coffee and you, and you, you go, oh, I didn't really like that. That kind of grinded my gears a little bit. Uh, oh, well, and then you go to work and then next week it gets worse. They start pointing out all the little flaws in your system and are just like, I don't like when you do this and that, that, that. And then, then it goes off the rails, but some people 
get so plugged into the honeymoon period, I think, that they just, as bad as a relationship can get, they they just they reminisce about the honeymoon period and go, I know that that person is in there, and so I'm willing to put up with this. When that's just not true. Think really hard about the first couple like dates you you went on with somebody. You are not yourself. You're anybody but yourself. You agree with everything the other person says. Like you're supportive of anything they say because you're just excited to be there. You know, you're like, they're just like, yeah, I fucking love balloons. And you're like, (laughs) internally, just as a stupid example, you know, internally, you're like, I fucking hate balloons. But you go, oh, yeah, balloons are cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's your birthday and they get you a balloon arch. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, my God. This yeah. is gonna be my life. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, is that free holiday? <laughs> God forbid. God forbid you say you like ponies or something, right? Yeah, I love ponies. All of a sudden, you wake up one morning. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't like to wake up with a pony. <laughs> that's the like internally. I'd wake up and go, boy, that sounds like a years long commitment. I'm not ready for. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we've all done that. Like you. I can think back now to like the first, the first time, you know, you meet up with somebody and that like the first couple dates, you just say, you just say shit that like you look back on and you're like, that was fucking ridiculous. Why did I say that? I don't think that at all. Like, but, but you want the person to like you, especially if you're, you're very like attracted to them, right? Like you, there's, there's that physical spark where you're like, you, you know, (laughs) and, and, and you want them to like you. And so you just agree with any random shit they say. Yeah. I fucking love Parmesan cheese. I hate Parmesan cheese. I think it smells like feet, but I'm like, yeah, Parmesan Parmesan cheese. You just eat it. It stinks, dude. I know if you, if you smell it like out of the bottle or whatever you have it in. Yeah. It smells Out of the bottle. Like if you get like the Parmesan, like the shaky kind. Yeah, that that smells. All of it's bad. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) You like it. I don't. And if this were a date, I'd be going, oh, Parmesan. Yeah. (laughs) Just anything to get you to like me. You know what I mean? (laughs) And we've all done that. And and that is and that's where that's where I think. That's like that approach is like prevalent in your 20s. I think as I get nearer and nearer, I'm I'm a I'm a week and a half away from being 29, my final year of of this decade of life. Wow. I think as you start edging towards your 30s, um the like the bullshit stops and you you meet new people and just go um, actually I fucking hate Parmesan cheese and balloons, but it's neat. You like them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it just is all out the window. Like, I think, I think you, I think it gets easier to just get level with people. Does this at all sound intellectual? <laughs> yes, it does. I think we've gone off track of the original statement. But I'm not upset with the direction it went in. 
because I think I think you're you're spitting truth right now. I appreciate I will, that. I'll I expose myself thoughts. here a little bit. Um, the same thing, um, but a, a bit of a twist. Um, I didn't like Alfredo sauce, but Travis <laughs> likes like fettuccine Alfredo. So then I <laughs> I've made it a few times and now I like it, but I pretended that I did, but now I actually do. <laughs> so now I'm no longer lying, but I did at the start. <laughs> Now, see, that's an example, though, of something that is beautiful about relationships that, like, work. You know what I mean? How long have you guys been dating? Like, two, three years now? Yeah, just just over two. Just over two years. So, like, yeah, Kate and I have been together, like, two and a half years now. And, and that's a sign of probably, I would say, of, like, a relationship that's working. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that, like, you have to fall in love with everything that the other person likes. Cause that's not necessarily really healthy either. I, it's good to have different to interests. Person, but yes. You have to get um, <laughs> but yeah, like, like an example of that, there's no fucking way a couple years ago that I would ever listen to Jonas brothers music. <laughs> and Kate, we know this is the biggest fan. I think she like is like the president of the worldwide fan club. Um, loves them and now like i'll listen to them and be like okay like i get it you know what i mean um like it it's just <laughs> you gotta work around the other person a little bit right there's got to be give and take and it sounds like back to your original point what what the what a problem might be with this person is that she's doing all the giving and the counterpart in the relationship is doing all of the taking and not being very receptive. Yes, that's exactly it. Cause I mean, if you ask her to hang out and then like later in the day and you're with your friends all day and then you go and like play basketball or something when you're supposed to hang out with her and she says, when are we hanging out? And he's like, I don't know later. <laughs> it's already seven o'clock. It's already blowing off plant. Like, I don't know. Now, okay, now, obviously, like, because, you know, you tell all your friends to listen to this podcast, and, of course, the listeners tell all their friends to listen to the podcast, and that's what's going to make World Tour 2022 happen. Um, I would assume that this friend is maybe going to hear this podcast and know that it's pointed at them. Um, and that's maybe a good thing. Maybe she needs to hear my bullshit theories on relationships <laughs> to realize she's in a bad one. I don't say you know anything what, um, that I haven't already said to her face. So oh, okay. Well, oh, oh, well, fine then. We're, we're in the clear. Uh, whatever your name is, it's time to wake up. Take, take the fucking uh, the filter off of your Snapchat relationship and see it for what it is. It's not good. Um, uh, can I ask this? Like, is is the boyfriend, like, supportive of her interests and, like, things she does? Like, yes and no. I don't know. He, he could be better, but he's not the worst. In that respect. In that respect. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know any specific examples, but. Okay. Well, so what, what is the problem with this guy then? 
Like, is he respectful to her? Is, like, does he treat her well? Like, I, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. He he doesn't treat her like she's his girlfriend. He just treats her like she's there for his convenience, I guess. I don't know. Paint, like he, paint a he'll picture never, for He'll me. never, I don't know. He doesn't plan things. He doesn't, he, she always has to make, like, ask him to hang out. And um, he, he doesn't get along with her family because they don't like him because he doesn't treat her well enough because uh, I don't know. There's so many reasons. I don't know how to paint a, a clear picture. He just, so he's, he's not like a bad guy. He's just a bad boyfriend. Right. I get that. So he's inattentive and doesn't really put any effort into making yeah. her feel special. Yeah. Okay. And then like, if there's like a little fight or something where like he's in the wrong, like he won't apologize and then I'll turn it around on her. You know right. how all guys okay. do. Now we're making some headway here. Now I'm learning <laughs> things. Okay. Now the train's fucking chicka chicka chicka. Now we're doing it. Okay. Throwing coals in the fire. Um. Yeah. Like that. That's a bummer, man. And like you know. And, and again, I'm not saying that like you know you have to be over extravagant with people. Like I'm certainly not that way. I'm. I. You know. In a healthy relationship, I think, you know, you kind of build your own way of of doing things together and, and being special. I'm not saying, you know, like, you know, on her birthday, you got to light fireworks and shit. But like, you know, you got to show that there is some initiative there. Like, you know, get a fucking ice cream cake. Like, you know, that's the least you can do. And it's delicious and everyone will be happy. Like, it's just her family would like him a lot more if he just bought ice cream cake more often. That's Honestly. very true. The family likes ice cream cake. They get it for every birthday. Dude, how fucking mint is ice cream cake? And not <laughs> mint ice cream cake. Just like how unreal is ice cream? I could eat ice cream. Sometimes I'll buy ice cream cake and there's nothing special going on. I just want to eat an ice cream cake. Dude, the crumbly bit in the middle and shit. It's like, yeah. it's crunchy. Oh, They're so expensive like the though. They oh man, they're like thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah, they are expensive. It's an investment to mm -hmm. have an ice cream cake. But it shows that you're worth it. <laughs> so well, gets you an ice cream cake. It's like, dang, they like me. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, you know, shit is legit if an ice cream cake gets pulled out because, like, you know, not that I have a problem with regular cake. And and again, we've completely left the point of the subject behind, but. Regular cake rips, but like you're right, ice cream cake for some reason is so much more of an expensive investment that you know it, you could be anywhere, dude. If you were suffering on a desert island, like you were like shipwrecked or something, and you were rescued finally after like weeks of drinking like coconut water and like eating leaves, I don't know, maybe there's some bananas on the island. And then you got rescued, and the first thing the guys did that rescued you on the boat was pull out an ice cream cake. You would be fired up, <laughs> wouldn't you? Ice cream cake's so good. I oh, I love ice cream cake. Anyway, um, anyway I, I think at the end of the day, the moral here is let your friends know gently. That if their SO, significant other, is not up to the vibe, let them know. But you have to respect their decision and support them no matter what their choices are. As long as it's not, like, unhealthy. 
if it's like a like a yeah abusive plus whatever relationship then you gotta like step in further but if it's just because he doesn't pass the vibe check you got her letter you got a letter or him just live their life yeah you, you kind of just have to take floater status at that point let them know in a gentle way unless yeah obviously if it's an abusive type of situation verbally or physically of course you got to be a little more uh curt with your friend and be like listen this is this is done um yeah i don't know dude and i mean really too the moral of the story is ice cream cake is so good like yeah. Yeah. Re- like you want to spoil somebody folks get them an ice cream cake that's how you know a relationship is in check absolutely i'm glad that we uh we figured that one out yeah dr phil how does dr phil still have a job like we we got to the bottom of things way more efficiently yeah. than him i think if dr phil had more ice cream cake on the show i don't know more viewers probably everyone would have a better time ice cream cake for the whole audience Yes, I would go. The only reason I'll disagree with that is I think that because ice cream cake is so good, as we've established here, that's a very clear stance on this podcast. Ice cream cake, Dairy Queen sponsor us. Ice cream cake is so good that if Dr. Phil gave his guests ice cream cake, situations on the show would simmer down so much that's true. That, it would be that less people, yes, people. They would just would not be all like in. casually, like like he'll have like plates of ice cream cake and be like, "No, I'll give this to you if you apologize to each other." <laughs> and they'd be like, "Yeah, okay, I'm sorry for what I did." And then Doctor Phil would just be like explaining the situation, and they'd just be shoveling ice cream cake into their mouths. And you're right, that wouldn't be very entertaining. But at the same time, it might be it, the way you described it. it. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I describe things well. I have a clear vision in my mind. Um, Can you imagine that, right? Like, like Dr. Phil? I think we need a trial run. Maybe try like one or two episodes with some ice cream cake and see how they turn out. I'm not opposed to that, like, because I can imagine Dr. Phil, like, you know how he does that thing? He's got, like, those two poses where he's sitting with people, where he's got the one where he's got both feet on the ground and he's kind of leaning on his knees uh, with his elbows and going, like, you need to realize that this has got to stop. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he does the thing too, where he kind of sits back as he maybe asks the guest a question, uh, like about why they're doing heroin still. And, and he leans back as they begin to answer and he folds his arms like this and puts his one leg up on his knee. So like picture Dr. Phil sitting like that. He's got the one leg up and, and he's leaned back with a plate of ice cream cake the guest is eating ice cream cake and it goes something like this. Like he digs in cause you, you, you scoop that top piece off first, right? That first bit of ice cream, you scoop that off first and he eats it. And then he just looks at the other person as they're both enjoying beautiful ice cream cake and goes, so you realize that you have a drinking problem, right? And that's such a bad Dr. Phil. And then the other person would just like, enjoying the ice cream as you eat the ice cream cake the truth comes out everything is true now you see the real truth because the ice cream's so good and the other person would go yeah you know you're right you're right i do like it, it like every problem would be erased and like everybody would agree to go to rehab and like get better because I mean, they had a reason, ice cream like cake. girls like 
dip into tubs of ice cream when they're sad. I mean, the same thing should apply to therapy and Dr. Phil. You talk about more, you, you be more open, having a sweet treat in front of you. I think this is a revelation, actually. Yeah. The more that we talk about it and have a solid plan, I think <laughs> any type of reality show like this, Maury, Dr. Phil, um, Judge Judy. No, <laughs> ice not cream her. Cake for everyone. <laughs> I don't think Judge Judy would. Fl- I don't think it fits what she's all just, about. Just her, like the bailiff eating ice cream cake, and she'd be like, "You don't get any because because <laughs> of all the crimes you committed." Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then the person who um who won the case, I don't know, gets the rest of the ice cream cake afterwards. Okay, so you made it work for me. I disagreed with Judge Judy, and you made it work for me. I appreciate that. That's creative. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just, um, I, I, I don't think only girls do that. Like, you know, if I'm a little bummed out, I would, I would, I would pull a Ben and Jerry's out, yeah. a little Cherry Garcia, maybe some home fudge brownie chunks. Like, you know, it's yeah. I mean, let's be honest here, though. I mean, if we're gonna have Ben and Jerry's, if I had a million flavors, is <laughs> I mean, the only one you reach for, right? Uh, peanut butter is pretty good too, half baked peanut butter. But uh, regardless of that, like, you're, I think you're right. Yeah, Bridget Jones was on to something uh, in that movie where she's sad eating the ice cream. Like, you, when you eat ice cream, yeah, the whole truth just reveals itself. I've had a lot of important life revelations burying my face into Cherry Garcia. Uh, like, I'll say that. Um, judge me if you will, but you know, it's true. Um, you know what I mean? Like when you have a glass of wine or or apple apple juice, juice. (laughs) so (laughs) wine and ice cream. Ooh, I don't, I don't know about that one. Maybe, Um, maybe wine for like the lactose intolerant guests. Right. Yes. 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 Um, like you, (laughs) We see you and your dietary restrictions, folks. <laughs> what up? This pod's for everybody. Hey, where my lactose at? <laughs> oh you're just you're just such a you're just such an inviting person. You're just like I don't want to you know offend any of the lactoses out there. Just so you know, there's, there's some and, and the gluten people. You can't have the cake part of ice cream cake. Ah, uh, we don't care about them. They. Yeah, yeah but there's they, some people with like a legit like celiac disease. Like they literally, it's not like the weird. Yeah, I'm, sa- like, I'm saying. Yep. Yeah, I'm saying you don't care about, about the, those people. Okay. Well, I have a friend who is who's celiac, so I care about her. Now, obviously, I'm kidding. People that actually have the disease, <laughs> uh, obviously, we we love you. But the people, people that just say, "I'm done eating gluten," and have to tell you about it. Uh, They're wrong. I mean, bum me out. We don't need to get into this. This isn't a health podcast. But if you don't have isn't a it? reason to give up gluten, don't. Because the gluten-free alternatives are worse for you because of all their fillers. Just yeah. do some research. It's folks, Come on. Folks. Come on. You're very passionate about this. The... Well, my friend is very celiac. She tells me about things. Here's... I know everything. Here's the thing with that. I, you're right. Um, it's kind of like that whole dichotomy between drinking regular Coke, which is obviously bad for you, and drinking diet pop, which is 
just inarguably worse. I'd rather just melt my stomach lining with regular Coke than all the other weird stuff that I just refer to it as nuclear pop uh, does to you. And that's why I just outright quit drinking pop. How about that? I'll never quit eating ice cream cake, though, dude. No, you have to love yourself. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a big that's a big part of self-love is continuing to eat ice cream cake. You know what, man? Should we just like quit this podcast and start a new one called Ice Cream Diaries? <laughs> Who says you have to quit this one to start a new one? <laughs> that's fair, too. Yeah, that would be so fun. A podcast of us just dishing while we dish out ice cream. You know Cute. what, dude? I think we're on to something here. Like when we're actually able to do this show together in the same room we're again. Get a couple pints of of B and B and J's, Ben and Jerry's. <sighs> Thank you for saying it that way. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah, um, say the full name this time. Next time, I'll see. This is <laughs> this is good. We're getting it out there. We're figuring out what works, what doesn't. You're learning. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I think we can move on to the next topic. Um, really quick, though, I yeah, think that, like, sorry. I think that when we are able to get back together and, like, actually sit down with guests, like, live, um, which, you know, we technically could do now where you're allowed gatherings of 10 people and whatever. Yeah. But whenever we decide to do that, uh, what if, like, once a month we have sauce and goss ice cream diaries where we just sit down with somebody and have a very intellectual conversation about like space and just like (laughs) eat ice cream while we do it that'll be our youtube debut we'll get the because we we are going to get the pod on youtube eventually but i wanted to wait until after this was all over so that we could actually like have a you might can put the Skype video up. It's not as good. It's not as good. Yeah. So I think that's an idea that we need to bank. Sauce and goss ice cream diaries, like once a month. We that's and and I think that would be fun for everyone. Cause like everyone likes ice cream, right? So um and if we have a guest that's lactose, well, there's lactose free options, isn't there? So we we can skate with that. Yeah. Perfect. Man, look at you. You're an idea person. I know. That's why we work. All right. One more topic here. Um, And this came to me because I don't know how um, universal this is, but it happened to me, and I just wanted to complain about it. Driving pet peeves. So I'm in a small town, if you you guys don't know. So I know city folk probably don't deal with this because everyone's very aggressive in cities and probably like other parts of the world and stuff so but in a in small town like rural ontario everyone's pretty polite so i'm at a stop sign and there's another person at a stop sign across the street um two-way stop we get there at like the same time um i'm turning left and they're turning right so like you like you'd pass by each other you yes. pass by each other but so i get there at the same time and i wave them on like you go first like don't worry. Like, and then they wait and wave me on after I waved them on. And it's like, you just wasted everyone's time by trying to out polite me. I've already let you go ahead. And now you're stressing me out because now I'm like, oh, you want me to go? Well, I have to go. <laughs> I get so stressed out. <laughs> just like, go when I wave you on. You don't have to wave me on. You know what I mean? You know what, Fee? 
We've been doing this podcast for a while now. I don't like where this is going. We're like three months in, give or take. And we are rising, by the way. People, people know about it. Some people don't like it. Some people really like it. And I'm about to say something that is just so balls to the wall, hardcore. I have never in my life on this podcast <gasps> agreed so hard with anything you've ever said more than I agree with the issue you have just presented me. I actually, because driving pet peeves, there's a lot of them. People that don't use blinkers on highways to change lanes. People that fucking, uh, people that like, as you're approaching a three-way stop and the light turns yellow, they, and they're 50 feet away, they blast through the red. Can't stand that. Obviously people who follow too closely, brutal, um, uh, big one here for me, people that don't turn their fucking lights on when it's foggy or rainy or snowy, turn your goddamn headlights on who don't turn their head beams on to normal and they have their brights on coming the other direction at night. Hate it. You're trash. (laughs) None of those. And this is so weird because you're right. It's a situation of just trying to like out polite somebody. But none of those things I just said make my blood boil more than when you wave someone through an intersection, parking lot, whatever scenario it is where you're heading in the somewhat same direction. And you wave them through. And then they do it to you. I don't know why, but when you said that, it resonated deep in my chest and actually made me mad. I'm so glad you agree. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I cannot fucking stand it when you're like, go ahead, and the other person does the same thing. Sir slash ma'am, just go. Mm. I beat you to it. Exactly. And you know what? While you're turning after, let's say, we're driving, I wave you on, you start driving, and you just give me a little, like, thanks kind of wave. Like, that's all I need. Oh, that's that's the second part. That oh, is the second part. When people don't politely wave back at you, I get so, I'm like, oh my God, I let them go ahead and they didn't even wave at me. Excuse if, me. If you can't, that is the second part where the blood boils hotter. If you wave someone through or like, or big one here. On the highway, you're merging. Yeah, traffic's you them, backed up. Oh God! And when you, you let, let them, them squeeze in. in front of you in the highway, oh wow! And if they don't you, acknowledge that with a little like two finger, like whoop. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. Is the flick? I give the <laughs> flick. Uh, maybe if the window's down, I do it right at the window. Yeah, out the, just yeah. To, if the just window's to make down, extra yeah, sure they see that. Hey, yeah. bro. I appreciate I need them you. to know that I yeah appreciated what they did. That's very nice. Thank you for letting me cut in. 
But oh yes. my god, yeah, when people don't do that. If like, you don't give the courtesy wave, you're a piece of shit. Like, mm. and you should turn and, this podcast yeah. off now. Well, no, no. They shouldn't turn it off. They should thank us for calling them out on their baloney and start doing it. Continue to watch, listen to this podcast so we can tell you how to improve your life and everyone's lives around you. Because guess what? It makes their day when you do the courtesy wave. And then it makes their day so much worse when you don't. It it really does. And and I'll I'll say this too. Not that this is a necessary thing because now money is involved. But like as an example, a while back in the old times, uh, B.C., before Corona, um, when we were still at the uh, at our office, I drive downtown to get coffee uh, for probably the fourth time that day. And uh, I see a guy come through the other side entrance of the parking lot and. I let him go ahead of me, even though I could have got into the two lane drive through thing, which by the way, I hate those two lane drive throughs. Oh, yeah. They just They're get rid of them. Yeah. Um, I let him go ahead. Now this guy was in like a, uh, uh, like a hydro truck. Like it was like a construction type, whatever it was. I let him go ahead. Cause I'm in my mind, I'm like, this guy's got to be somewhere quicker than I do. Right. So I let the guy go ahead of me, even though I could have got in first, the guy paid for my order and I was fired up. And as I met him driving out the, the parking lot, you know, I gave an emphatic wave. I used all four fingers. You know what I mean? Like, all like, four? yeah, all four dude and that ripped. Like, you know Did what I mean? Nah, I tucked it. They, uh, yeah, I gave him a chicken wing. They, uh, they didn't have to do that, but like it, what a rip roar and cool thing to do. They were just like, what, what can I do to reciprocate this? Hmm. I'll just buy this guy's coffee. And I was, and it was a nice coffee too. Dude. So that was like $3. And so I was like, Hey man, that guy rips like way to go. All. Cause I let him go a spot ahead of me. Like he got his coffee. What? 20 seconds faster. If that. And the guy paid for my coffee like that, that rips. That's a, that's a good purse. Now the people, the people that I actually just, there's a moment in my body when I wave someone through an intersection and then they give me the wave. There's a 0.5 second reaction in my body where I go, I want to crowbar that person's headlights. <laughs> it makes me so mad and I don't know why. It's just, I, well, here's what it is. You, you pull up, you have in your mind, in your body, you, you know that you're waiting because you waved them on. Yes. They, they wave you on. So you panic and you're like, I need to go right now. <laughs> and sometimes it's a bit of a risk because I need to go. Cause they waved me on. What if there's a car coming now? Because we waited so long to decide who's going to go. <laughs> this happened to me the other day. I'm so glad you brought this up because, again, I've never felt so concrete in lockstep with an opinion on this podcast. <laughs> like, I think what it is, is you have that sensation in your body where you go, I'm going to try and be a good person and let this person come through first. We're both trying to do the same thing, make our way through an intersection. Let me. Why don't you go? I'm not in that big of a hurry. You go ahead. 
And I think the the sensation switches when they do it in return to a feeling of they're giving the middle finger to yeah. your it's like oh like I'm kindness. not good enough for you. My way wasn't good enough. You gotta give me your own. Yeah, what and the see, fuck if, are you doing? If someone waves me on first, you're damn right. I'm going and I'm giving them the wave. Now as as you should. As you should, yeah. Again, if if you if you don't give the courtesy wave to people that let you in on the road, you're fu- you're an animal. Um, now, to end the pod and my opinion on this, unless you have more, um, here's the only thing that's worse than that. The only thing. The other day. When I I told the story earlier in the podcast about how I went down to spend a night with my buddy after someone tried to break into his house. Before I depart the city I'm currently in, I needed gas. I traveled down the street, pretty busy street, here in KW. It's called the Boardwalk. Iron Needles Boardwalk. Very busy road at all times of the day. I go through the first roundabout and then arrive at a corner gas station that I want to go to. It is to my left, meaning I have to cross the I, two lanes of traffic. You know exactly know where, where I'm I going. I know exactly where you're going, and I'm going to, uh, like you, agree wholeheartedly with what you're about to say. I enter the left turning lane to go into said gas station. There are two lanes of traffic going my way and two lanes coming at me. Now, I just mentioned I went through a roundabout. That means that directly behind me, people have to slow down sometimes to yield to incoming traffic through the roundabout because you don't stop. Because of that, and because there's so much traffic at this particular time of day, it was like six o'clock at night. There are people, there are lots of cars. The innermost lane closest to me that I have to cross to enter this parking lot is is slowing down. A guy stops in a black Honda. I, I remember the car. This is how mad it made me. A black Honda. He stops and creates a gap in my turning lane to go in. However, because I'm an alert driver and don't want to, I don't know, die... I can see that in the outer lane, there's cars coming still. This guy in this Honda not only had the audacity to wave me through, as I can quite clearly see there's other cars coming, and if he was an attentive driver and looked in his mirror, he would see that there's cars coming too. So A, by trying to wave me through, if I was a dumbass, he's putting my life at risk. Secondly, Not only did he have the audacity to do that little maneuver, he honks at me when I do not proceed. I I wanted to ram my Mazda through his windshield. I was so mad. No, it wasn't. His heart was in the right place when he initially stopped. He initially didn't. And then he was just so clueless as to why you weren't going. So he's dumb and stupid. And maybe, but his heart was in the right place. Now it's, it's worse when people, there's like one lane um, or the both lanes and then the other lane is just completely stopped 
and then one car is letting you go through and then the other lane no one's letting you go through and it's like just like don't be an asshole let me turn don't be stopped where i'm trying to turn yes but i understand why it would be courteous of the outside lane but there's so much traffic the outside lane people can't see that i'm there until they reach the turning point yeah, so I don't expect it's a them. So it is still constant traffic. But if it was like a stop sign or like a light and it's sure. like a red light, then I mean, stop before the entrance into the gas station. Yeah. In this scenario, in a busy city on a very busy street, I don't expect the outside people to reach the point of finally seeing my car there and slam their brakes on to let me through. But this donkey in this Honda, like, yes initially for the first five seconds his heart was in the right place he stops maybe if there's a break in traffic on the outside lane i can get through i can see the traffic coming they're not going to be able to slow down as my mazda pulls through and where it went over the line was the honk he honks at me like hey man why don't you wrap your car around a tree and do us all a favor I get you're trying to be a nice person, but then when you honk because I don't want to die, screw yourself. Yeah. If you wait there for a little while and you realize that the car is not going to turn, you just keep driving. <laughs> and he did. And then five seconds later, there was a big break in the traffic flow and I turned in and got my gas. <laughs> like it just, just the honk. Yeah. <laughs> Again, for a split second, yeah. I was like, I'm going to ram my car into this guy's grill. I can't wait. But I didn't. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But Just yeah, yeah, honking unnecessarily is also a, a big a big no-no. If there's like a a real asshole out on the on the highway or whatever, like and you need to tell them that he's being an asshole or or if there's like a like for safety reasons, I don't know, if there's like a by the way, like I'm right here, like it like I like if it's, sure. it's winter and like you're there's ice in your brakes sliding. sliding through a stop sign honk your horn like i'm coming through everyone else watch out for me like <laughs> that's yeah. when you can use your horn but i mean it's it's aggravating and the only other thing that i'll say like horns i think i've honked my horn three times in my life twice was in toronto and once was just outside uh, of kitchener there's a roundabout just outside of elmira where you go to get on the expressway in kitchener and I was driving home one night years ago when I still lived in Kitchener and uh, I'm driving home now roundabouts folks. Listen up. If you are going straight through the roundabout or it's a four way roundabout, say, or you're turning left to go to what is the third exit. Be in the inside lane. If you are turning right immediately to the first exit in the roundabout, and it's a two-lane roundabout, be in the outside lane. People that stay in the outside lane and go through the roundabout straight, which you are technically allowed to do, but then you try and ram your car in when the lane cuts off going straight, are douchebags. And it's always people, I'm sorry, inexpensive SUVs. Porsches, BMWs, Mercedes, they're all doing this. Now, here's what happened on this particular day. Final story, I promise. I'm in the inside lane where I should be. I'm going straight from Elmira to the expressway. I'm on the inside lane. Uh, A young lady in a Mustang 
surprise, is on the outside lane. She gets ahead of me and is going to go straight. So she's a little bit ahead of me, maybe a couple car lengths. She goes through and instead of staying in that outer right lane, just cuts me off as I'm in the inside lane, cuts me off and just squares off into my lane and completely cut me off. So I honked at her. And then she did the biggest douchebag move ever afterwards. Didn't accept responsibility for her shitty fucking Mustang driving. She slowed down and did like 40 and slowed me and everybody behind me down. Now there's a dude behind me in a big Dodge Ram truck. Pissed. We're all honking our horns at her. She's puttering along as we're approaching the expressway, which, by the way, when you get on the expressway, the speed limit is 90. We're doing 40. All because I honked at her for being, I'm sorry to say it, folks, a bitch. Now, we approach the expressway where it splits into two lanes. There's a transport truck in the outer lane where it should be. She stays on the fast lane and makes us still go slow past this transport truck we finally get outside of her i had to leave the fast lane and go to the outside lane to get by her the guy in the dodge ram pickup truck behind me does the same thing passes me in the uh, in the fast lane we lock eyes and the guy does this to me <laughs> he looks at me shrugs his shoulders and goes what the fuck and i just went i know and then he drove off and we went that. our separate ways. I love yeah. bonding with other drivers because other drivers are terrible. It's like, uh, oh my God, did you see that? I love that. There's a real primordial. Because sometimes, oh, yeah, sometimes totally. you're allowed to flip off another driver. Oh yeah, it was a flip offable offense for sure. I think there really is, you're right, something primordial and pure about bonding with another driver through glass. Or like if how you're going on a super long road trip and like you're like yeah. behind another car and then they get off and you've been behind each other for like hours and then it's yeah. like, oh my god, goodbye, friend. Like <laughs> fairly well on your tra travels. I would actually like to pioneer something called uh uh highway pull-off friendship stations where just dotted along highways here in Canada. There are little pull-offs with like a little picnic table where when you bond with another driver like that over a terrible driver, you could both like just pull over and have a beer and be like, boy, wasn't that person, you know, or you know what? Maybe not beer. Cause obviously you shouldn't say, drink and uh, drive. <laughs> How about ice cream? There's just ice cream cake ice there. Cream. And yes. you both just eat a delicious piece of ice cream cake and go, what a piece of shit that idiot was. <laughs> and then you get back in your cars and you leave. Maybe you make a lifelong friend. I don't know, That's right? Or, That's or what we're what all about. Or what if there's like walkie-talkie um, equipment in each car and then you turn the dial to try to find, like talk to another car around you. It's like, oh, are you in the, the, the black Jeep? Oh my God, can you believe this yellow Honda over here? Like, Yeah. <laughs> It's, that a, would be dope. it's a Honda. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's uh, if there were CBs in every car, that would be a disaster, man. My dad was a trucker, like a long haul trucker. And of course, they're all on CB radio. And the conversations he'd have with other guys was just <laughs> hilarious. Like, you know, we're in the deep south somewhere. Like, can you believe this guy? Like it. <laughs> it sounded fun, you know. <laughs> right. But like there's got to be different channels for like 
different there is you're on different frequencies okay so then that is fine so yeah every car should have (laughs) yeah maybe they should although that would probably increase distracted driving so there's just no good solution. Some eh? people ruin it for everyone. They sure do. But just remember, folks, ice cream cake is delicious. And we love doing this show. And you know what, man? There are a lot of places you can listen. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. We're on CastBox. We are on so many platforms that you can enjoy and spread the word about this fun podcast where we rant about bad drivers. And you know what, Fiona? We're on social media, too. Yeah, I, um, we are on Facebook at Sauce and Goss. We're on Twitter, Sauce and Goss Pod, and Instagram at Sauce and Goss Pod. And don't forget to email us at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Lots of places for you to uh, look us up. Lots of places for you to share our pod with your friends. We'd love to hear from them. We'd love to hear from you all the time. Yes, we would. All the time, 24-7. I check Twitter at 4.30 when I get up to pee. I'd love to hear from you then. When I wake up, when I go to bed. Just hit us up, and that's a lot of places to find us. Well, that was fun. Uh, We were all over the place, especially – I don't even remember what we were talking about earlier in the podcast, but it doesn't matter. You've digested it, and you've spread the word. How about that? Hashtag World Tour 2022. We're feeling good, even though we're still locked inside. This is Sauce and Goss, man. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. That was a quick one. That was like a very, like, I'm Fiona. Out. Thank you. Do you have somewhere to be? Uh, no, I have to pee. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> now we're out.